Hello everybody, welcome back to 100 Years 100 Movies, The Revenge. Today we're continuing with the teens, talking about the year 2017, so just a few years ago. Um, and I'm talking about a movie that I love, a movie that I think um, is just a blast to watch, and that's Baby Driver, uh, directed and written by Edgar Wright. This is a movie that has, um, first of all, this is the first movie I could think of with... Um, by Edgar Wright that he wrote himself that doesn't have like um Simon Pegg or Nick Frost in it and this movie is just great this is um one thing about about Edgar Wright is that he even though most his movies are all basically comedies and this isn't this one isn't really a comedy there's a lot of comedy in it but I wouldn't really call it a comedy he always takes on these different genres like you know, Shaun of the Dead is horror, um, Hot Fuzz is action, um, The World's End is sci-fi, um, Scott Pilgrim versus The World is, um, like, a video game fantasy, Baby Driver is a straight-up crime drama, this is an action movie as well, but it, this, I mean, it has action sequences, but this is a straight-up crime drama, and it is a wonderfully done crime drama, wherein we follow, um, Ansel Elgar as the titular baby, who, has tinnitus so he always has music playing and that music is the soundtrack of um of the movie and it is great like kind of having this whole idea of almost the soundtrack itself being what drives everything in the movie literally because baby is a driver he um is a kid who as a young man had stolen um a car from a local uh gangster played um named doc played by ken spacey and he's little by little paying off this debt that he has to doc and he does this by driving on these crews that doc always has where in there's always different people um on, on each uh, on each heist and the only thing that's constant is that baby is a driver um this movie is tons of fun we have um like this great beginning with like um scene where where we just kind of see baby just being in control of everything and um kind of having everything go with music and it's super smooth and then as the movie progresses as um some of the people that he's working with aren't willing to put up with his shit and as he falls in love with uh deborah played by lily james uh, things start to get more complicated and things are, don't run as smoothly uh, this is a movie where in um <laughs> I, I love the fact that there's one scene where they're gonna do they're gonna rob a uh, an armored car and he literally has everybody stop so he can restart his song because they took too long to get out of the car so that the him driving off uh is able to coincide with the um, beat of neat 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 by the damned so this is the level of kind of how important music is to this movie and there's a reason there's like a thematic reason for it too which is actually kind of cool um as the movie progresses that you see this but even as almost this um gimmick for a movie it works really well we also have um john ham and eliza gonzalez and um jamie fox in this just killing it they're great in their roles and the music selection itself it's wonderful this movie was one that i didn't know what to expect and one that i kind of wish there was more movies that kind of had the same sort of projective um um flow that like almost like this movie hums along like like someone that's you know really good at driving and 
everything that's done is just a lot of fun and and it has this this move this ending that i i mean the first time i saw it i felt like like oh it has a happy ending but then the second time i saw it i picked up on on certain uh, on a lot more of what was going on how things were presented and i was like oh no this is this is how he hopes things will turn out this isn't actually how the movie ends um because in the end um baby is captured by the police he's alive but he's trying to get away with with deborah and they're stopped at the state line and he ends up in prison and on my first viewing at the end of it he um he sees deborah waiting in his waiting for him as he's about to leave the prison in this souped up car ready to play music and then i realized on second on the second viewing everything's in black and white all of a sudden and it like the tone shifts like completely so i feel like this is kind of his fantasy of what he hopes would happen but he's just in jail at the end but either way however you want to see it uh, this movie is is tons of fun the soundtrack is great and it's just a blast of the movies the other movie that i wanted to talk about today is another one of my favorite pixar movies and a movie that i think is very important to me personally um culturally and that's coco um this was one of my wife's favorite movies and she was really blown away about how um pixar and disney were able to present such a positive um view of mexican culture because we don't really ever see that like realistically in hollywood if we're talking about um mexican characters they're usually gangsters or um they're drug traffickers they're they're seen as bad people like for a shorthand you know and um while we do have these movies that talk about kind of like the um um experience of people here in the u.s as either um first generation uh, mexican americans or as immigrants from another country we don't really get a lot of movies here in the u.s that talk about mexican culture in general and i mean that's not too surprising this is america this is in mexico you know um and that's not to say that you can't see movies from mexico that will give you that but to have um something on the level of a pixar movie to really revolve around that and to really kind of nail a lot of it like this is something that could have easily gone sideways and from what i've read about um some of the early drafts of it yeah like there was stuff that you know as a mexican-american i've been like that doesn't sound right um but i mean i think being able to really um um kind of talk with people within the culture and be able to nail things like um small things such as um you know um uh, Miguel's grandmother um, throwing a shoe, <laughs> a chancla, you know, like, yeah, that culturally that, that makes sense. I think originally it was a wooden spoon, which wouldn't have made any sense in Mexican culture. But even, like, this is a, a movie that, much like Baby Driver, revolves around music and having um, music that is varied and that really hits a lot of the different styles of, of Mexican music is really wonderful and it's really well done and the music is fucking great in this and this movie looks looks beautiful and i'm just happy that we have this positive portrayal of um of mexican culture um in this this movie we follow miguel who is a young boy in a small town where uh, ernesto de la cruz was i'm sorry ernesto de la cruz is from and ernesto de la cruz is his like favorite movie idol favorite uh, music <laughs> favorite musician he is an idol in, in mexican culture um someone that as i mentioned before is very much based on like a pedro infante a jorge negrete um, those uh vicente fernandez 
these people who are huge cultural icons who were huge movie stars in their time uh, and whose music is still really important in mexican culture today um and being able to even see like you know um anyway I, I, i'm probably moving forward but <clears throat> you know we have we have this little boy who all he wants is music but his family doesn't believe in music which i will say for mexicans that that is weird <laughs> but there's a reason for it because um his grand his great grandfather or great great grandfather ran off and left the family and so they had to become um like open up a shop selling shoes in order to survive but um so there's no music allowed in the home but miguel loves music and all he wants to do is become a musician uh, which as we find out it makes sense because his great grandfather was a musician Great-great-grandfather great, great grandfather was a musician, and he believes it's um, Ernesto de la Cruz, which it isn't. But what ends up happening is on Dia de los Muertos, Miguel steals this guitar from Ernesto de la Cruz's um, grave in order to be able to play in a battle of a bands. And because he stole, he did this, he desecrated a grave on Dia de los Muertos, he passes over into the land of the dead. And we get this... Um, wonderful view of this magical world that is all based on um actual mexican culture mexican architecture actual towns in mexico and it's great to see and you know we uh, it is also an excuse for um all these wonderful figures in mexican culture everyone from as i mentioned um jorge negrete and Pedro infante to frida Kahlo to el santo um who's a mass wrestler who's like the most famous mass wrestler in Mexican culture, uh, we get to see them all in this movie. And I, I think this is the one time where I can say, like, yeah, they got things right with... I mean, did they get everything right? No, but they got enough of it right, you know, for it to not matter. It's not like they completely fucked up. And I, I feel like Disney is really trying to do that more with movies nowadays. And sometimes it's, it's you know, um, it's able to do it better than other times. Um, and in the past... For me, it's, it kind of doesn't matter in the sense that I don't know those cultures well enough to be like, oh, they got that wrong, or oh, that's completely wrong. And I just think the fact that they're trying or that they're even presenting these things, these different cultures to wider audiences is great. And even if it isn't exactly perfect, and, and like I said, I feel like this movie, they got, they did better than they did in other ones. And um, and, I, and I think some people, no matter what you do, um, it's not going to be enough. So I'm not one of those people. I feel that part of representation is taking those opportunities when you have them to to show what you can for representation. And it may not, like I said, it may not be perfect. Would it have been better if this was directed by um, a Mexican director? If we only had um, Mexican actors? If we only had Mexican musicians? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Who knows, you know? But this is what we got. And this movie is just wonderful and all this stuff I'm talking about, this cultural impact, this is all stuff in the background. This is things that someone from that culture is going to, like, n notice and appreciate. But you don't need to know any of that shit that I just talked about to enjoy this story, to enjoy what is really just a story about family. And Coco is great. It's fucking incredible. I, I love this movie. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're at the home stretch. We only got a couple of more, a couple more years before we, we wrap this up.